Yeah. First Peter. In all these you greatly rejoice. In all this, you must greatly do what? Rejoice. Could you imagine? How should you rejoice when you are going to pay? In all these things, you must what? Greatly rejoice. Uh-huh. Do now for a little while. Do now for a little while. For what? A little while. For some time, just for some time, eh? you may have had to suffer. You should suffer, or you may suffer, just for some time. You may suffer. So, in other, eh? grieve in all kinds of. You be grieved in all kind of what hardship. Eh? These are also that so that the proven genuineness of your faith. These have come your way. To prove what? The genuineness of your faith. To know if your faith in Jesus Christ is true. So in other words, we have some people that pretend to have faith in God, but they do not have faith. We have some people that pretend to believe in Christ, but they don't believe in Him. We have some people that pretend to have loved God, but they don't love Him. We have some people that pretend to be Christians. We even have some men that call themselves pastors, but they are pretending, but they are not pastors in the sight of God. We have some that pretend to be missionaries, but they are not missionaries in the sight of God. We have people who pretend to be apostles, evangelists, but they are not. All they are after is the money to exploit people. So in order for us to know these people is to try their faith. Praise God. So faith is not here to bring you down. I'm sorry. Trials are not there to bring you down. Trials are there to test the genuineness of your faith. Put your hands together for Jesus. And now we need to understand what is trials. The word trial is an act or process of testing. The word trial is what? The act or process of testing or putting to proof or an examination now often we have we, we hear the statement that this man is going for trials in the court not so eh? they want to go and prove whether he's guilty or not is that not so so trials are circumstances of life that are difficult which causes us to learn how to depend on god there are circumstances of life that are difficult, but it causes us to learn how to depend on God. If there is no trials, you will not know there is a God that solved the problem. You will only know that there is a God who solved the problem when problems come to your way. But if your life, your entire life is sweet, there is no challenge, there is no sickness, will you be able to know that there is a God that, solved, that heals sickness, that cures sickness? No, you will not be able to know. No, so, so try has come your way in order for you to know that there is a God. It also comes your way to prove your faith. Let's read what James said. James 1, 2. James 1, verse 2. Yes. He said, consider it pure joy. Consider it pure joy. In other words, this is one of the most pure joy. There is no faith in this joy at all. So, 
fake joy. They are joy that are fake. They are joy that pretend. Now, joys you get from parties, joys that you get from celebration, these are temporal joy. But the scripture said you should consider this joy that we are talking about right now. Uh-huh. Consider it pure joy. Consider it a pure joy. My brothers. My brothers. My sisters. My sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. So trials comes in different kinds. But we should always rejoice. We should always rejoice. So the genuineness of your joy is proved when trials come or is revealed when trials come your way. So how can the scripture tell you and I to rejoice when we are going through suffering? How can they ask us to rejoice when there is pain? It said rejoice when you come through various trials. When trials, tribulation comes your way, you must rejoice. How will this be possible? That's a question. Okay, yeah, let's go. Because uh-huh. he's giving you the reason. You know that the testing of your faith. Because you know that the testing of your faith is what? Produces perseverance. It's producing perseverance. In other words, when you are tried, your faith is being tested. When you are tried, your faith is what? Being tested. When you are tried, your faith is what? Being tested. And so, out of the test, you become persevering. You become persistent in the things of God. You become stronger in loving God. You become stronger in knowing God. You become deeper. You will have intimate relationship with God. Because when you are tried, you pass the test, God will promote you. Because when you are tested, you will get to know there is a God who solves problems. When you are tried, you will get to know there is a God who loves you. When you are tried, you you will get to know there is a God who cares for you. When you are tried, you will get to know there is a God who will never leave you, never forsake you. You will never know all these things until you are tried. Let's go. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be matured. Let perseverance finish its work so that you will be matured. Another, another thing again, trials helps to mature you. Trials help to do what? Mature you. Trials help to mature you in the things of God. To know a mature man of God is a man of God that has gone through so many trials. Because trials help to give you experience about God. So, trials have to give you experience about God. Apostle Paul was able to mentor others, bring forth disciples in the sight of God because he went through so many trials. And so he uses his experience to teach them. He uses his experience to bring up Timothy and others in the things of God. Trials helps you to mature. Trials are not there. Trials are not there to hurt you, but to help you. Trials are not there to hurt you, but to do what? To help you. So do not give up. In every situation you'll find yourself in, in every condition you'll find yourself in, 
and every and every and everything that you you're going through right now believe that the, this thing is just for a temporal it's not forever there is no hero that have not fought a war there is not no champion champion that have not fought a war there is no individual that have wounded a cow that have not run a race so in order for you to become a hero, you have to fight the battle. The word of God helps us to understand that Jesus Christ gave his own life because he loved us. So trial is the price that we must pay to prove our love to God. In Jesus' name. Now, now read and uh, just end that scripture. Complete, yeah, not lacking anything. You're not, not lacking anything, eh? If any of you lacks wisdom, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. If you ask God, stop there. So, in your trials, when you are going through trials, if you have stopped, if you are you are lack wisdom, ask God, ask God to help you how to go through it. In Jesus' name, put your hands together for Jesus. Now, I'm not going to waste time too much. For the kinds of trials, when you read 2 Corinthians 6, verse 4 to 10, we will discover that there are various means of trials. Now, we have hardship, we have tribulation, we have persecution and humiliation. Most oftenly, trials bring us to our Lord. When troubles are many, we come to God and our prayers become effective. When troubles are many, that is the time you see many Christians will decide to declare fasting and prayer, don't you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. This is how you see. So, you see, prayer is to mature us, get to build up. When things are off the whole, when a change is not time, all he does is his posture. Lord, you are worthy, Lord, you are worthy, Lord, we praise you. But when difficult situation comes, it will say, my brother, this thing is not going well, I, have declared, I will declare three days dry fasting. Praise God. <laughs> That's the time we began to scope scripture like this. This king cannot be moved except by prayer and fasting. So I will fast in the house of the Lord so that the mountains will be moved, so that the thunders will be shaken. Because there is problem somewhere. But when everything is right, we don't pray. Praise God. So trials are not there to bring you down. They are there to help you. They are there to help mature you. In Jesus' name. Now, reasons for our trials. Although I have stated some of the reasons. I'm, I'm just trying to summarize. Reasons of our trials. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7. That those trials are only to ask or to test our faith. It has been tested as fire test and glorifies gold. And that if our, tri- our faith remains strong, after passing through this great fire, we shall receive internal reward from Christ. So, um, um, let's read verse 7, 1 Peter 1 verse 7. It tells us something great. Whenever 
we have been tested, it's just like we are passing through the fire, or it's just like when a goal is passing through the fire. You know, before a goal becomes before a goal becomes uh, uh, valuable, To mature us. So it is not a means of killing us. Do not say God hates me. Trials are means of glorification. Trials are what? Means of glorification. Glorify us. To make us shine. To make us wonderful, powerful. Let's read our Hebrew chapter 12, verse 11. Trials are means of glorification. They are there to glorify us, build us, mature us, and the things of God. Yes. No discipline is pleasant at what? At task. Hallelujah. Now, there is no discipline that is sweet. So, trial is a means of disciplining you as a child of God. Yes, let's go. It says, uh, but painful. But glorify. But painful. Uh, okay, but painful. Uh-huh. Later on. Later on. However. However. It produces. It produces what? A harvest. A harvest of what? Righteousness. Righteousness in you. Hallelujah. So, fire is the means of discipline you. But it is not sweet when you are going through it. But at the end, it produces a fruit. It produces a what? A fruit in the right. At the end, it produces a fruit. You will enjoy at the end of the day. You will see yourself great. You will, you will admire your own life. I told somebody once, I came up from a very disciplined home. But I was thinking my parent, my grandmother never lost me. Because when I go to school, he set a time for me to come home. He didn't want to see me with friends. He always wanted to see me study. And so I began to complain. I said, this woman is slaving me, enslaving me. I never knew the importance of this. Until when I grew mature. When I left my home, I decided to live on my own. When I was on campus in the university. There was a time I began to see my life. How my life was unique. How my life was different. And I began to praise her. I said, thank God for the discipline that my family put in me. Today I have no time for people material things. If I have money, I thank God. If I don't have, I thank God. What I have, I don't eat from people's home. What I have, I eat. If I don't have, I satisfy with whatsoever I have. It is because it was inputted in me from my home. I don't have so many friends around me. 
So sometimes when we are going through discipline, we think God hates us. But it's not a hate. He loves us. He wants to prepare us for the assignment that is ahead of us. There is unique thing in you. There is great thing in every one of you. But until you are purified before it comes forth. God wants to use trials as a means of protecting your destiny. He wants to use trials as a means of protecting your divine purpose. He wants to use trials as a means of preparing you for that great office in this nation of Liberia. He wants you to become that leader that will stand where all others will follow the wrong thing. You will be there to say, no, I stand for Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I will never compromise. But I will stand for the truth and I will do the truth because the truth is the truth. That is what God wants you to be. That is why he's preparing you right now. Praise God. Tell somebody, say, God do not hate you. Try to display Christ's power to us. It is reveals our weaknesses to us through this. We are humble. Sometimes some of us, we are so proud. We are so boastful. We think we can achieve on our own. But God uses trial to humble us. He uses trials to humble us. Trials are means of testing our faith. He desires us to have stronger faith, endurance, and commitment to Him alone. Rather than complaining, we should rejoice, we should glory in hardship. Believing that they are temporal. Let's read Romans 5, verse 3. To five to four and that end. Whenever we are going through trial, we should not complain, we should not grumble, we should not grumble. But the word of God says we should glory, we should celebrate, believing that our trials are just for temporary. Even though we will still have us. Romans chapter. Romans chapter um, um, five verse three. Not only so. But we also glory in our suffering. We also glory in our suffering. Eh? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. We know that suffering produces what? Perseverance. Suffering produces what? Perseverance. What is perseverance? Patience. Suffering means having to be patient about. And if you want to become a good leader, you must learn to be patient. If you want to become a good husband, you must learn to be patient. Because there is And even your children, because sometimes women behave some, some ways eh, that are very annoying. So try it one of the ways to prepare us. Yeah, that's good. Perseverance. Perseverance, character. Uh-huh. And character, hope. Uh-huh. And hope does not put us to shame. Praise God. God Stop there. So we should always glory, we should always celebrate when we are going through trials. And then we'll see the hand of God upon our life. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Praise God. So do not give up. But keep believing the Lord. Do not say God hates you. Do not say God do not like you. Tell somebody, say God loves you. Hey, I'm not hearing you. Say God loves you. 
trials are just for some time. But God is going to perfect His work in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father Lord, I thank you for your word. And I believe this word has revived somebody this morning. And I believe this word has given hope to somebody. And I believe this word has liberated somebody from the bondage or emotional stress. And God, I pray that they will encounter you, your glory, and you will manifest your power through their life. That your name will be glorified. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.